and welcome to Tales of the Resistance, Volume 2, Persistence, a summer of original radio podcast political comedies by the confusingly named, always radical, and never ever silent San Francisco Mime Troop. Every week, we will be presenting one episode written, directed, and performed by Mime Troop veterans and dealing with the revolutionary issues of the day. This week's story, Mysterious Mysteries, the tale of the Black Fox. My friends, you have returned, returned to... Mysterious Mysteries! I'm glad I didn't frighten you off the last time. I'm sorry I did not better control myself with our little story of sexism and racism and the corporate propaganda that is laying the groundwork for fascist dictatorship. Welcome. Back to the story of Angelica Phoenix, a color commentator of color. It's a TV network, a network that would call itself fair and balanced. A network that says it has no spin. A network that is a beacon of lies! Lies! I tell you lies! I mean, news. But a mystery has arisen for Angelica. And now she is a woman looking for the truth. But can she find the truth at a network known for something else? We'll find out in part two of The Tale of the Black Fox. And action! I have a question for you. What is a real American? Well, some say a real American is anyone who participates in our democracy. Anyone who votes. Well, anyone can sneak across the border and get some Democrat to help them fill out a ballot. But did you know that some of the patriots of January 6th didn't even vote in the election they were protesting? So maybe voting isn't what makes a real American. Some say being born in the United States makes you a real American. Well, Kami La Harris was born in Oakland, California, USA, the birthplace of the Black Panthers, while all-American United States Senator Ted Cruz was born in Canada. I think we know which one of them is the real American. And some even say it's all about ancestry. But fake President Joe Biden's family came to the U.S. in 1822, while actual President Donald Trump's grandfather came here 60 years later. And no one would doubt that Donald Trump is red, white, and blue through and through, while Joe Stalin Biden is just red. No, friends. Being a real American is about more than where you were born, your family, or any so-called commitment to democracy. Being a real American comes down to one thing. Do we real Americans think you're a real American? Are you one of us or one of them? We, the us, recognize any the them when we, the us, see them, the them. 
And we, us, know any we, us when we, us, see us. And if you don't believe real Americans know real Americans when we see real Americans, you are not a real American. You're one of the them. And we, the us, are coming for all you thems. And we are coming soon. And for all the uses out there, you stay tuned because I'm Angelica Phoenix and I'll be right black. And cut! Oh, another brilliant editorial. Shut up. Decaf. Shut up. Of course. Yes, it was very moving. And you are? This is my new intern, Lucy. Hi. Don't I know you from somewhere? This is my first day. I met her the other night at karaoke. What's love got to do? Got he has to a do great voice. He does. And so much fun. You've been missing out, Angelica. I'll live. Lucy here told me she was interested in television production, and after a few drinks, boom! Got me an Asian intern. Does she have any experience? Does she need any with those legs? Uh, here's your decaf, Miss Phoenix. I told you before, it's Miss. Leave the feminist crap for the lesbians. Yeah, uh, of course. I watch your editorials every weekend, Miss Phoenix. I especially liked your piece on sexism in the workplace. A fox among wolves? Do you really believe it's just part of doing business? It's a man's world. And if a woman wants in, she shouldn't whine when the men act like men. But... Oh. All right, enough girl talk. Come on, Lucy. I want to show you the ins and outs of editing. It was very nice meeting you, Miss Phoenix. I hope we can talk again soon. Yes. Uh, she seemed nice. Shut up. Get me a Danish. Shut up. He Danish, Angelica. What will the bosses say? Every time any of them see you eat anything more than rice cakes and fat-free yogurt, they joke about needing wider lenses for your close-ups. Don't be so serious, Angelica, they say, as they laugh in your face. It was just an accident, they smirk when they walk into your dressing room. Don't be so sensitive, they giggle as they press against you in the elevators. The swine, how you wish you could grab them by their tiny little... Angelica. Mr. Astaroth. Brad. Brad. I was hoping we could continue our meeting about that new commentary series. We. The people? With a question mark, yes. Yes, of course. Perhaps you could come back up to my office? Now? Later, end of the day. Couldn't we just talk at lunch? Oh, lunch is so constraining. I think we need time to really flesh it out. Well, after our last meeting, I did write up a few drafts of ideas. The first one is about socialism in education. Okay. It's called Public Schools, Public Fools. Uh-huh. And another one to help the NRA get some black support. It's called, What If Martin Luther King Had Been Carrying a Gun? Yes. And another called, Joe Biden Wants to Eat Your Children. Angelica. Not literally, but I don't know. Maybe. Uh, these all sound great, but let's talk about them later. In my office. I'll be back a little after five. Until then? Until then. Ah, Angelica. You even listen to the crap coming out of your mouth? Are you so willing to trade your brains for any chance to ride the capitalist money train? But, but, 
What if that train isn't heading to a paradise of money and power, but to the hellish depths of humiliation? That's what's on your mind the rest of the day, even as you decide to go early to Brad's office to gather your thoughts before he arrives. But when you get to the door, you're surprised to hear sounds from inside. It's unlocked, so you go in. Lucy? Close the door. What are you doing? I said close the door. Listen, intern, you don't order me. Hey! Out of my way! Quiet. Wait a minute. I know you. You're... Not an intern named Lucy. You're... That woman from the parking lot. You're... She's... Edo Kawakami. And I'm still trying to save you. Don't talk to me about Jesus! You run, Angelica, but you're wearing high heels. And she's wearing the comfortable athletic shoes of an intern. So she gets to the door before you. What do you want from me? When does Astaroth get here? Five o'clock. That gives us some time. No! Now, I, I mean now, any minute. All I want you to do is listen. I wasn't always like this. Crazy? I'm not crazy. I used to be like you. Me? Just a few years ago, I was the voice, the face, the island of color in this sea of white. And my on-air name wasn't Eido Kawakami. I was Kiki Wong! Kiki Wong? I've heard of you. You did commentaries at the network years ago. You had a segment called... The Wong Way! Why didn't anyone downstairs recognize you? A little makeup, a wig, and besides, we all look alike to them. What are you doing here? Evidence. Evidence? Of what? You know why I got kicked off the air? Because I finally said no. No to the director with his after-work drinks. No to the private meetings with the producer. No to the CEO with the wandering hands. I was just like you. The good girl who goes along to get along. A pretty mouthpiece. I am not a mouthpiece. I've seen your show. You're just the Coco Tucker Carlson. And if you complain or get one wrinkle... I have a wrinkle? They will replace you just like they did me. The network would never do that. I'm working my way up. My numbers are good. I have a meeting with Brad Astaroth right now. He told me I'm becoming a, a very, very listened to voice, voice on, on the, the network. network. I am. And he said, I'm thinking, thinking of, of producing, producing a new series, series of, of editorials. editorials. Prime time. And I'm looking for ideas. The same thing he told me, and probably the woman before me, and the others before her. Others? Stretching back to the beginning of the network. Rupert Murdoch, Roger Ailes. They came up with the idea. Use beautiful women sometimes of color, to lure the horny American male to the TV, then bam! Bam what? Hit them with confusion, conspiracy theories, communists, the war on Christmas. The four C's. Scare the bejeebus out of them in the name of America. I am not scaring people. I'm telling them the truth. The truth is the network will drop you just like they did me as soon as you stop putting up with harassment from the likes of... This is Astaroth. Hold all my calls for the next hour. Quick, hide! What? And if it's my wife, tell her I'm in my sensory deprivation tank and can't be disturbed. In the closet! But... And shut up! Who are you? Mr. Astaroth! Well, what are you doing in here? My name is Lucy. Lucy? Oh, the new intern. Yes, I've heard about you. Nice things, I hope. Very nice. I was wondering if we could... 
talk? Oh, I would love to, but I'm expecting someone. Angelica Phoenix? How did you... She's not coming. Not coming? She wasn't feeling well after her taping, so she decided to go home. Well, I hope she's feeling better by tomorrow. She's got to tape her editorial about the war on hot dogs. She'll be fine, but I hope you'll consider me a good replacement. Of course. Uh, Won't you sit down? On the couch? Of course. Really? It's very comfortable. Isn't it, though? Not every office has a couch. I know. Word in the network is, you're thinking of launching a new editorial series. It's so soft and smooth. It's called Soft and Smooth? What is? The editorials. I was talking about the couch. Drink? Well, I was going to say that. The bar is behind the bookcase, right? How did you... Now that I think about it, soft and smooth might be a perfect name. For the couch? For the editorials. No, that's that's not our brand. The network has always been tough. Tough on crime, tough on the left. Why don't you come back over here? But after the last four years, I think people are tired of being yelled at. I don't know. I mean, you have so much more experience in these things than I do. But the pandemic, the riots, maybe it's time to give them something different. Like? How about a massage? Really? I do have some oils. For the audience. Instead of beating them up, we massage them for a while. Oh. We get them comfortable. Comfortable? With restricting voting rights for minorities. Comfortable with militarized police, with tanks in the streets, with detention camps for immigrants and dissidents? I don't know. Fear has been working pretty well for us. You can only use the threat of a big black man invading the suburbs so many times. At some point, even white people will notice he never showed up. Good point. And we become the network that cried Negro. And that caravan of immigrants. Also never showed up. We're just lucky our viewers forgot about that one. So many threats unfulfilled. What you need is something new. A new tactic, a new message. Uh, Don't you mean a new massage? Yes. And maybe a new face to go with it. Mr. Astaroth, what are you talking about? Oh, no, please call me Brad. Brad? You know, Lucy... I'm thinking of producing a new series of editorials. Really? Prime time. And I'm looking for ideas. Do you have any experience in front of the camera? Me? Oh, goodness. Not that you'd need any with your looks. Why don't you bring those drinks over here? We've got a lot of airtime to fill, and a bright young woman like you with so much to... Say? My own commentary? I'm sure we could squeeze you in. But you already have Angelica. Well, if she's too sick to make a meeting, perhaps she needs a little break. Maybe we can move I'll Be Right Black to the back of the bus for a while. Give you a chance to shine. But won't America miss Angelica? I think they were getting tired of her anyway. You can only have an angry black woman scream at you for so long, no matter how beautiful she used to be. Used to be? Angelica. What's the matter, Brad? Too angry for you? We're... We are in the middle of a meeting. Yeah, I heard you about to whip out your dictation. Don't you know who she is? What do you mean? Angelica! This is Lucy. She's not Lucy. There is no Lucy. This is Edo Kawakami. Edo Kawakami? 
You. Me. Get off my couch. Worried, Brad? I have nothing to be worried about. You never should have kicked me off the air. Well, you became unreliable. You mean I became uncompliant. Well, it's time for a little payback, Brad. And when Angelica and I tell everyone what it's really like at this network... Me? You're forgetting you signed a non-disclosure agreement. You can't tell anyone anything that happens at this network. Oh, so you admit sexual harassment is an essential part of the business. Goodness, no. Treating employees with the utmost respect and using best practices in regards to equality between all genders is our goal here at the network. Since when? Since he thinks I'm recording him. Now get out. And if you so much as breathe a word of any of this... We will sue you so hard your grandchildren will be bruised. We'll see. Brad, I had no idea she was so... You too. What? Out. But... Out of my office, of the studio, of the network. But I didn't... What were you doing in the closet, Angelica? Oh, I was just... I was... I guess Edo was right about one thing. Maybe it is time for a change. You can't just fire me. Personnel, this is Astaroth. I have a code six. Hmm? Angelica Phoenix. (gasps) Five minutes. Thank you. Five minutes, Angelica. It's too bad. I was looking forward to we the people. With a question mark? Maybe we'll give it to your successor. But I have a contract. At my discretion. I just recorded an episode of I'll Be Right Black. We'll say you've gone on vacation. Then a leave of absence, then the audience will move on, then poof. It'll be like you were never here. Brad, you can't just... Don't touch the couch. You can't just replace me. Oh, we can always find another beautiful woman of color willing to sell her soul and sell out her people for some quick cash and a spotlight. Candace Owens, Star Parker. What's Stacy Dash up to? Is she still cute? Not Stacy Dash. Now clean out your desk. You have four and a half minutes before security shows up to carry you out. Four and a half minutes, Angelica. I'll, I'll tell everyone. NDA. You signed one too, just like Edo. So sexism, racism are just part of the business. The business is whatever we say it is. But. Four minutes, 15 seconds. Four minutes, 15 seconds. This can't be happening. Brad. Call me Mr. Astaroth. No. Yes. Yes. But. Four minutes, Miss Phoenix. Four minutes. Your mind is spinning, Angelica, as you run from the office. What is going on? Why is everything so wrong when your whole career has been so... Right. Miss Phoenix. Shut up. Get me a muffin. Shut up. Get your own muffin. What? And you better make it quick, Phoenix. You only have two minutes left. Two minutes, Angelica. How how did you know? Good news travels fast. Listen, you've got to help me. I don't have to do anything for you. Not anymore. But... Shut up. What? Shut up. What? Shut up, shut up, shut up. I thought you liked me. Liked you? You kicked me like a dog every chance you got. And you thought I liked you? Yes? I hate you. 
I hate all of you. I would burn this place to the ground if I wasn't on the dental plan. But at least I don't have to take orders from you anymore. And I won't shut up. I won't. I won't. I'm free. 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 Hey, you. Stop screaming free and get me a turkey sandwich. Uh, right away. Ninety seconds, Ms. Phoenix. And shut up. Oh, uh, yes, of course. Ninety seconds, Angelica. Ninety seconds. So, Angelica, I guess you'll have plenty of time for karaoke now. No! The laughter in his eyes echoes through your head, doesn't it, Angelica? I mean, not really. His eyes aren't really laughing. That would be weird. But you'll get my point. You gather up your things and you run to the door. In the cool evening of the network parking lot, your world swirls as your mind shouts to the gods, Why is this happening to me? Because you're a woman. You. You did this to me. I didn't do anything to you. They did it. The system does it. I just made you see it. What am I going to do now? What are you going to do now, Angelica? What? If only there was some way to get back at Brad Astaroth for throwing you away. To get back at the network for the years of humiliation. To get back at the racist, sexist, corporatist. There is. What? There is a way to get back at the racist, sexist, corporatist. You... You heard that? I thought it was only in my head, that creepy voice. Creepy voice? I didn't hear anything. I just figured that's what you wanted to do. Oh. And what I found in Astaroth's office could help. What did you find? Yes, Angelica. What did she find? Information not covered by the NDAs. What is it? Yes, Angelica. What is it? Information that would blow this network sky high. Information? Wouldn't you like to know what it is, Angelica? Would you please be quiet and let me hear what she has to say? I have evidence that Brad Astaroth is... What? What indeed, Angelica? Shut up! Shut up. Brad Astaroth is... Yes? Just for that, I think you're going to have to wait to find out. What? No, no, I'm sorry. Creepy voice? Creepy voice? Quick, tell me. He's... What? Something that will be revealed next time, Angelica. No. In the final episode... No, wait. How... Darn. And now, a public service presentation. Come in! Are you feeling any better, Principal Johnson? Better than yesterday. Would you like some tea? Miss Larkin, it is not your job to take care of... I'll put some lemon and honey in it. Thank you. Oh, and you have a visitor. Uh, who is it? Hi, Principal Johnson. Well, hello, Jim. Yes! Gee, Principal Johnson, you sound sick. Well, Jimmy, I do have a little... COVID-19! You have COVID-19! Jimmy. Oh, let me out of here! Jimmy. Don't 
breathe at me. Oh, no, I touched the door. I need hand sanitizer. I don't have COVID-19. That's exactly what someone with COVID-19 would say. I was tested. I don't have COVID. Never had COVID. Then what is it? It's just a cold, I guess. Once the shutdown was over, I must have touched something or inhaled a little. COVID-19! Now I can never go home again. I'll only be able to see my parents on Zoom. I was vaccinated. You were vaccinated. Everyone at school was vaccinated. That's how we could come back to school, remember? Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> so you just have a cold? Yep. But if you're sick, even with just a cold, why aren't you home in bed? Because I've used up all my sick days. You should go to the doctor. When I broke my finger playing baseball, my mom said taking me to the hospital was worth every penny. It should have been free. But golly, Principal Johnson, I thought hospitals cost a lot because us Americans have the best doctors and stuff in the whole world. <laughs> That's what a lot of people think, Jimmy. But expensive American health care is actually just a means to control the American working class. Come in. Ah! <laughs> Here's your tea, Principal Johnson. Thank you, Miss Larkin. What are you two talking about? Principal Johnson was just about to tell me about how healthcare is used to control us. And that it's not the insurance companies doing it. It's not? I'll let Principal Johnson explain it. What is the problem, Principal Johnson? Well, Jimmy, it's capitalism. Not again. And high health care costs are another way the capitalists scare desperate workers into keeping quiet. How? Well, hey, hey, I have an idea. Let's play a game. I thought you were sick. It's okay. In this game, I'm just going to sit here. Because I'll be the boss. Which one? All of them. Who am I? Why, you're the worker. Just like my mom and dad. Yay! Okay, now I, I want you to go sit in that chair over there. Okay. Sitting in that chair is your job. That's a strange job. It's a metaphor, Jimmy. Oh. Now, I'm going to pay you six jelly beans to sit there. Here you go. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yay! Oh, and as long as you sit there, I will also pay for some of your health care. Yay! Not that much. Okay, yay. But now, uh-oh. What? Looks like I'm going to have to cut your pay. Hey, you took one of my jelly beans. That's right. Why? Oh, maybe I have to cut costs to compete. Maybe I need a new yacht. Maybe it's none of your business. The point is, now you only get five. Darn. Oh, and, and I need you to work more hours. And I'm cutting your vacation days. And you only get ten minutes a day to pee. That's not enough time. Too bad. Principal Johnson, this job stinks. Well, what are you going to do about it? I'm going to quit. Okay. Hey, let's see. That chair over there is another job. And all you have to do is get to it. Easy. But, but wait. What do you do for money between this chair and that way? When the factory my dad worked at shut down, he got some kind of unemployment assurance from the government until he got another job. I'll do that. Good thinking. Okay, here I go. Wait. Now what? What if you get sick before you get to the other chair? If you quit, I won't pay for your health care anymore. I'll pay for it myself. It's pretty expensive. I won't be paying you anymore, and that chair isn't paying you yet. What if you break your finger again? That chair could be months and months away. But it's right over there. It's another metaphor, Jimmy. Oh. If you get sick or hurt between this chair and that chair, the hospital could cost you thousands of jelly beans. Golly. Your family could be ruined. Your kids starving. I have kids? You do now. Well, now that I think about it, maybe this chair isn't so bad. Well, now that I think about it, maybe I should cut your pay. Hey, you took another jelly bean. And now you only get five minutes to pee. But that isn't fair. You're just changing the rules and taking my jelly beans because you know I can't leave this chair and lose my health care. That's right. Me and all the other bosses make sure health care is so expensive you can't afford it unless you work for us. And that way, 
you'll never kick up a fuss. You know why? Because I might get hurt before I get to another chair? Because medical expenses are one of the leading causes of endless debt and homelessness. Homelessness? And that's why bosses like me can treat you any way we want, without worrying that you'll ever quit or strike or anything. So I'm stuck in this chair. Until I decide to fire you. Darn. Darn indeed. But Principal Johnson, what if I could go to the hospital for free? <laughs> Free? Sure. The government has so much money for tanks and planes and junk. What if they use it to make sure me and all the boys and girls and grown-ups got to go to the hospital and see doctors without pain? Well, heck, that sounds like socialized medicine. Socialized what? Medicine, where everybody gets most or all of their health care paid for with their tax dollars, just like they do in some other countries in Europe, in Africa, the Middle East, Asia, South America, Central America, and Canada. Wow. Sounds like everywhere but the United States. Just about. But what would happen if we had socialized medicine here? Well, then bosses like me wouldn't be able to control the workers so easily. And if we wanted you to work for us, we'd have to provide better benefits, better working conditions. And more jelly beans. <laughs> That's right. And maybe with health care security and enough jelly beans to take care of you and your family, maybe you workers would have time and energy to focus on more important questions. Like what? Like, did the workers ever really need bosses in the first place? Principal Johnson? Yes, Jimmy. Can I get out of the chair now? Sure. And can I keep my jelly beans? Well, since I'm not a capitalist boss, of course you can. Yay! Now, what did you come to see me about? You know, Principal Johnson... I forgot. That's okay, Jimmy. You just make sure to come back when you remember. Okay. And Principal Johnson, if you get sick again, I hope it's not until after we have socialized medicine. So do I, Jimmy. So do I. Bye, Principal Johnson. Bye, Jimmy. Kind of mine. No, we're not that kind of mine. Favorite 
heck if I know. Maybe Freedom Land or something with fact why no. Eating it or 1600 Transylvania Ave. I like the red state and possibilidad. Steel town was built to last. Treasure Island's a treasure. I saw seeing double twist and twice more bones than measure. And the costumes, Dragon Lady, Armageddon Man. The incredible transforming sets upon the tree of the land. We return to Jailbreak, a passion for justice. Asian-American Antifa activist Chung Jun and black drag queen Sanka have been accidentally broken out of jail by a right-wing mob. And now, in the smoke, confusion, and some convenient balaclavas, Sanka has been mistaken for the assistant Fuhrer and Chung Jun for his intern. What's gonna happen? Will they escape or will they be discovered? And can their passion in politics survive this jailbreak? The Tale of the Black Fox was written and directed by Michael Jean Sullivan and featured Jerry and Monroe, Andre Amaradico, Kiko Shimasato Carrero, Michael Jean Sullivan, and starred Valina Brown as Angelica Phoenix. Little Jimmy's Concern was written and directed by Michael Jean Sullivan and featured Valina Brown, Michael Jean Sullivan, and Ellen Callis as Little Jimmy. Music for this episode was written by Daniel Savio, with Jewel McMillan on bass, David Rokish and Chris Loff on drums and percussion, Dylan Jennings on woodwinds, and Daniel Savio on keyboards. Tales of the Resistance theme music was written by Daniel Savio and produced by Dred Scott. The Mime Troop theme song was written and produced by Jeremy Mage and Daniel Savio and performed by the San Francisco Mime Troop. Audio engineering and sound design for Tales of the Resistance is by Taylor Gonzalez, and stage management is by Karen Runk. The San Francisco Mime Troupe is a worker-run, multi-ethnic, multi-generational collective of activist artists committed to overthrowing capitalism one musical comedy at a time. And one of these days, we will get it right. Each summer, we tour our shows at a price every member of the working class can afford. Free! With so many insurrectionist, reactionary shenanigans going on, the Mime Troupe needs to make sure our message of art, activism, and social justice is part of the resistance. And even though the pandemic is fading, the Mime Troupe still wants to keep our audiences as safe as possible. So we decided nothing says revolutionary fervor and safety like radio plays. And for those wondering how a radical theater can survive these capitalist times, it's because of you. The troupe doesn't take corporate sponsorship. You'll never see the AT&T or Comcast mime troupe. How could we show the hypocrisies of capitalism if we were in bed with a capitalist? So instead, we are in bed with you, our fellow workers. Let's snuggle. And after that, you can support the troupe by visiting our website, sfmt.org. Thank you.
Thank you to the San Francisco Arts Commission, SF Grants for the Arts Hotel Tax Fund, California Arts Council, USPPP, the Flyshacker Foundation, the Bernard Osher Foundation, the Zellerbach Family Foundation, Kali Austin, the Don Stevens and Nicole Bellotti Laugh and Love Fund, this public radio station, and listeners like you. for listening and remember in one week it'll be time once again for tales of the resistance